The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The angel of the Lord campeth round about them and delivereth them out of all of their trouble. David is facing an impossible circumstance. How is he going to deal with this? The fight that God will wage war for us. He will fight for us. God will mow down our enemies. Are you facing an impossible circumstance today? Well, God wants you to pursue, overtake, and recover all. David and his men had been robbed. The men were so angry. They desired his life to be taken. Let's catch up with them quickly and see what's happening. Why are they so angry with David? I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to 8. David and his men go back to the city of Ziklag. They found the Amalites had raided the entire city. They burned it to the ground. They had taken the women and the children. David and his men were standing there looking at the ruins. Can you imagine the beat of their heart, the panic that they're looking at to return home and everything is destroyed by fire? They saw what had happened to their families. Then they cried and they they mourned till they couldn't cry anymore. They were exhausted from crying over this destruction. David's two wives had been taken and they were among those who were gone. David was worried and his men began talking about killing him. They wanted to take his very life. They were angry and sad because of what had happened to their children. But David took strength in the Lord. And he went to the priest and he said, give me the ephod. We know the ephod is the garment that the priest wears. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I chase them? And if I do, will I catch them? And the Lord said, yes, pursue, overtake and recover all. David and his men rushed in among them. They fought with them all night long and the whole day until the next evening. No one got away except 400 young men who fled on camels. David got back all that had been taken and the men found their families and all that they owned. David rescued his wives. His troops rounded up all the flocks and the herds. They drove ahead of them. These are all yours personally. As your reward, they told David, they pursued, overtook and recovered all. Maybe you're facing great dilemma right now and there is despair in your life and the situation that's going on around you seems that there's no way to accomplish what needs to be accomplished and what you have lost cannot be recovered. But there is a God of restoration. He is the God that does the impossible. He's the God of the impossible. God is the power. 
He is the force that will overtake your enemies. He will mold them down. Oh, God said he would restore the years that the locusts have eaten. What are you facing that can't be accomplished by human hands, by strength or might? God has an answer for you today for every circumstance that you're facing. He doesn't want you to ever forget. And don't take it lightly that he is the God. He is the God of the impossible. Just go on and say it today. He is the God of the impossible. Let that get down deep into your spirit. He is the God of the impossible. That's who he is. He wants to move mightily for you, and he will. The challenges in your life, the circumstances that you face that seem like they cannot be won, it is God who fights the same battle. He'll fight the same battle for you that he fought for David. He said, not by power or by might. But by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, Zechariah 4, 6. What is your enemy? God will mow it down. He will annihilate your enemies when they attack you. They will attack from one direction, but they will run from you. They will flee in seven different directions right before your very eyes. This is a blessing for you in Deuteronomy 28 and 7. They will flee in seven different directions. This is the word of the Lord. I have it in writing. And you have it in writing, too. It's absolutely true. You can take it to the bank and cash that in. Oh, children of God, this is the word of the Lord. It's both faithful and true. Thus saith the Lord, call to me, and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. What is he saying? He will show you the secrets, things that you knowest not. He will show you the hidden things. That's what he will show you through your prayer. God will give you revelation, power. He will give you answer to your circumstance, things that you cannot see when you are bewildered and when you are weary. Oh, God is there. He wants to show up and show off for you. It's through your prayer that God answers and destroys the attacks of the enemy. He is the God of the impossible. That's the title of our message today, the God of the impossible impossible. He cannot and will not be assaulted. He cannot be deceived. He cannot be tricked in any way. He will never change. He is immovable. He is eternal. He always was and he always will be. He is the eternal God. I'm talking about power today, the power that will defeat your enemies. Oh, how about you just receiving that in your spirit today? God wants you to know this. I see you. God sees every trial, every circumstance that you face. You have a God who's on call, ready to answer. He will show up and show you what you cannot see. Call to me and I will answer and show you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. What you do not know is a secret to you. God answers. He's got an answer to every dilemma. He will send the Calvary to rescue you. What is your dilemma that you're facing? God wants to answer. Maybe it's something that you've been carrying for a long time, and it seems that there is no answer. But he is the God that does the impossible. No matter what you're facing, God has a plan of rescue. As you pray, he will tell you the things that have yet to be revealed. Indulge me for just a moment, if you will. My son was attending school, and he was used to having the force of his older brother around him, who was well-known by all the other kids, and nobody challenged the older brother. Well, the older brother went on to high school, and there the middle brother was alone, and all of a sudden he was facing 
a fierce problem, at least to him. There was a bully, and this bully began to harass him and threatened that he was going to overtake him and really giving him a difficult time, met him in the hallway, met him at lunchtime. Things were getting difficult. And so he mentioned it at dinner, and I said, well, why didn't you tell me, you know, this was going on? And he felt so defeated, like there was no help. Have you ever felt there was no help for you and you feel completely defeated? So why tell anybody? No one can do anything about your situation where well, the bully was boasting and harassing him. And so as he mentioned this at dinner, well, I began to pray about this and seek God. And the the Lord gave me an answer. I couldn't go to school and be there, but the Lord gave me an answer in prayer. He said, call the principal and make the principal aware. Now watch this. God will send a rescue for you and he'll make a way out. So I called the principal and I made the principal aware of what was going on. And the principal said, I didn't know about this. I I usually know what's going on here. I'll look into this and I'll take care of that. And so I said, well, okay. And she didn't give an explanation as to how she was going to take care of it, but she said that she would. And so the harassment went along a few more days and I continued to be forceful in prayer, prevailing in prayer for my son. And so there was a knock at the door one evening as I was preparing dinner and I went to the door and there was a very tall man at the door and he said Mrs. Sneed and I said yes I'm Mrs. Sneed I said officer is there something wrong we lived in a very quiet neighborhood and he said well I got a call from the principal at your son's school is your son home he said there's being some bullying that's going on and and I'm here to answer the call about that and I said absolutely sir come on in and this very tall large police officer came in and sat in the living room and my son came out and sat with him and He talked about the problem with him and he said, well, I want to tell you something. He said to my son, he said, I paid that bully and he called his name. I paid him a visit today. And he said, you did, sir. He said, I certainly did. He said, I want to tell you something. He said, "Um, he won't be bothering you anymore. He said, I've put him on notice that nothing better not happen to you. He said, really, sir? And he said, that's right, son. He said, I told him, if you're outside and you're riding your bike across the street and you fall off your bike, I'm going to think he had something to do with it. I told him that if you're outside and you accidentally get hit by a car, I'm coming after him. I'm going to think that he's behind it. I told him that nothing better not happen to you or I'm going to come looking for him. I'm going to think he's the cause of it, even if it's somebody else. If you're walking across the street and something happens, I'm coming after him. And my son's eyes got big as saucers. And he said, okay, sir. He said, does that mean, sir, that I have to stay in my own neighborhood on my own street? He said, no. He said, young man, you can go wherever you want to go. You will not be bothered by him again. He said, okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so very much. And we thank the officer and he left. I'm telling you, God will send the Calvary to defend you when you need it. God will rise up as you pray and you see God. Maybe it's not a bully. That's your problem. Whatever your dilemma is, that seems bigger than you. God has an answer to every circumstance that you are facing in, even when it's unbeknownst to the people around you. God will do the impossible when you pray. 
Joan and I want to invite you in just a few minutes at the end of this message to join us in prayer. We want to know your personal prayer requests. We want to know what you're facing at Prayers Heard in Heaven. We want to pray with you. We want healing and deliverance to come. Whatever you're facing, oh, God's got an answer. He wants to send the Calvary to rescue you. We've got a special guest with us today, and her name is Jennifer. And Joan, you want to tell us about Jennifer a little bit? And Jennifer's one of our prayer partners, one of our most faithful prayer partners. Every time we meet, she's there. And her life is one that indicates that she's devoted to God. Praise Him. It shows in her daily walk. Uh, she's going to speak with us just for a moment. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Well, kind of tell us your experience with Prayers Heard in Heaven, Jennifer. Praise him, praise him. Thank you, Mr. Valerie. You know, you were saying God is the God of the impossible, and I was thinking about uh, a time when I had a healing on the line. And so uh, around Christmas break of 2018, I got really sick, and I ended up having pneumonia at that time. And um, so if you know anything about pneumonia, I had a really difficult time breathing. Um, and so I, I got a little bit better and everything, but I still had, like, this cough, this constant cough, and almost to the point where it was choking me and everything. And um, it didn't help that when I went back to work, um, they were doing construction in the office. There was a lot of dust and stuff everywhere, which I later found out was actually asbestos in that part of the building and everything. But the cough continued to linger. And I couldn't even take a deep breath at that time without it hurting or it felt like it felt like I just couldn't inflate my lungs all the way. It was so bad to where the point where even my coworkers were saying that I needed to go back to the doctor. But I remember one time we was on the line uh, in the morning, and it was around mid-July of 2020 last year, and this when we had started meeting on the line in the mornings. And so that morning, uh, Minister Valerie, she was starting to say a prayer about healing. And so in her prayer about healing, she was uh, speaking over healing for it was like the bladders, the kidneys, spleen, and all that. And then all of a sudden, um, mm. she said healing in our lungs. And when she said that, it was like the Holy Spirit told me, take a deep breath. Mm. Take a deep breath. So I took a deep breath in, and uh, and I didn't call. Live conference call. Pain, Every Saturday you know, morning like, at 7.30 a.m. Like Central Time breath. by mm. calling 1-832-895-9654. That's one eight three two eight nine five nine six five four. And so, it, you know, when you were done praying, I just remember I was, I just cried, and I was so amazed at how God worked through, uh, through the prayer at that time to heal me because, you know, by that time I had been suffering with it for about six months and everything. Wow. And so I had never experienced anything like that before. And I remember even, you know, several weeks after that, I just remember like taking deep breaths and I stay on the third floor and I remember going up and down the stairs to see if I could really breathe and everything. <laughs> and so, you know, I was just so amazed at what God did because it was, you know, and around that time that's when COVID started. And so everybody was kind of looking at me and they was worried because I had been suffering with that uh, cough so long. And so I just praised God and praised God for what prayers heard in heaven. 
uh, did for me. And, uh, you know, I can honestly say, I, I think that's the first time where I've actually seen a healing within my own self and experience. And I was like, oh, wow, God, you are really doing the impossible. Mm-hmm. So praise him. That's amazing, Jennifer. That's absolutely amazing. So now all the exercise and everything that you that you're doing now is because you can take a deep breath and really yes, praise God. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God is so good. He is so so good. And you know, and this is a time to be talking about uh, that. Just dawned on me about breathing. You know, there's so many having problems with breathing and congestion and and all these types of things. So it's amazing because I remember that morning we were on the line and you probably remember, Joan. And when I was praying and the Lord, like you said, the Lord was just saying the Holy Spirit was just giving me, you know, diabetes, blood pressure, calling out this and calling out that. And then all of a sudden, anybody with a respiratory condition, you know, so it was just kind of whatever, however he was leading. It wasn't planned to talk about, you know, respiratory conditions, Mm -hmm. because I really didn't think when he said that, not that I should be doubting, but I thought respiratory, who has respiratory? You know, nobody has respiratory because it's not something that you had ever mentioned. So we thank God that you're healed. We thank God. And you're still healed. So that was 2018. Well, I got the, uh, no, I, I actually got oh. the, uh, the Christmas of 2019. That's what it was. I think it was. And then, uh, what, six months later, it was in July when we were on the line. And mm-hmm. you, um, because COVID was, about, um, COVID was already an issue. Yeah. At that point, COVID was on the rampage mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the time that you were healed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yes. Wow, what a blessing. Yes, what a blessing, Jennifer. We thank God mm-hmm. for you. We thank God. When we see miracles and signs and wonders ourselves, you tell us what happens to your faith, right? What happens to the oh, faith? It goes prayer? through the roof. <laughs> it sure does. When you have a personal experience, there's nothing like, and we talk about that, you know, Joan, we do on the line a lot about you know, an experience with God, having an experience with God. When you have an experience with God, who can tell you God's not real? Somebody tell Jennifer that God doesn't heal. Somebody mm-hmm. tell that to her. I'm sure I'm sure you'll beg to differ with them, Jennifer. Is that right? Oh, yes, I would definitely beg to differ. <laughs> and then also just seeing the other people on the line who had healing is like, it just makes you... Like you talked about the impossible, and so it lets us know that God is still in the healing business and everything. So uh, I just praise God. I praise God. Just for you even to say that that day, that was like so awesome that you called it out. And I was like, oh, that's for me. That's for me. It's amazing. It it just fortifies our our belief, our trust. Uh, We meet every morning and every evening. Anybody can join us. Uh, we got quite a family, and, and truly we're a family. Amen. But, and every morning we get up bright and early, 6.30. I never thought I could do it, really. <laughs> but uh, 6.30 every, in the morning and then 8.15 in the evenings. That's Houston time. I'll give you the number if you'd like to call in and join us. The number is 832-895-9673. And I'll repeat it, eight. 832- Three two, eight nine five, nine six five four, and we meet. Be prepared to give us your name and let us know that you came to us through KKHT. And all you have to do is come in one time, and you're part of the family. Mm-hmm. 
Praise Him. Absolutely. We'll welcome you with open arms. Praise Him. Absolutely. So we're on there at 6.30 a.m., as Joan was saying, Central Time. And you can call in, and we have praise reports. You know, if anyone has a praise report for anything that we prayed about, they let us know what God has done. And then we pray, and then I give a message after the prayer time. So we're just devoted to God, to being there every morning at 630. We pray about world troubles, anything that's going on, you know, in the country. We have some prayer about that before I speak. And then, as Joan said, we come back on at 815 every evening at 815 Central Time. We're back on that line and we're praying. We're seeking God. And we have a day during the week that we all fast until noon. And it is just a blessing to serve God's people We want to hear from you. We want to know your prayer requests. We want to pray for you. We want to know your circumstance. You can even go to our website. You can email us an emergency prayer request. If you have a need before those times that we're on the conference line, you can always email us and we definitely will respond. Or you can come on the line and tell us live what your prayer need is. We take urgent prayer requests every day, twice a day, praying over the children of God. God wants you to know that he is the God of the impossible. No matter what you are facing, God has an answer to every circumstance that you are facing. Healing, deliverance. Oh, he is a mighty deliverer. The word of the Lord says, therefore, he is able to save completely those who draw near to God through him, seeing that he lives forever to make intercession for them. Hebrews 7 and 25 We know the word of the Lord is talking about Christ, that he lives. Christ lives to make intercession for us. That's one of the reasons that he lives, to make intercession. He intercedes for us all day long, all night long. He never stops interceding. Oh, God has an answer to your impossible circumstance, or maybe you're walking through with someone who's going through something's impossible, and at least it looks that way. Isaiah 45 and 22 says, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. Isaiah 45 and 22, what a powerful word from the Lord, just reinforcing what we're talking about here today. And we go to the Lord in prayer and we seek him. He says, I am here to save. That's what he does. That's what Jesus does, interceding constantly for us. God wants us to be the same way. The disciples said, we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word prayers heard in heaven you'll learn continual prayer and how to minister in the word that's what god wants for the children of god right now in the season where we live i've been teaching that it's a passover season instead of just a holiday passover this is a season of passover and as you stay under the anointing and you stay connected in the body of christ it's Prayers heard in heaven. We just want to pray for you so that a lot of things just pass over your head, you know, and don't land in your lap. Praise God. We want to pray and seek God on your behalf and know what your needs are and take it to the throne of grace. We are partners, all of us in the body of Christ. We're in partnership with Jesus. We have partaken of his divine nature, of God's divine nature. And so we're intercessors. We're made to intercede. As Christ intercedes, we intercede at the throne of grace. We intercede in the very sanctuary of God. 
Maybe you didn't know that when you intercede, you are partaking of what God has given you as a divine gift, the gift of intercession, and you're partners with Christ in the sanctuary of God, and you do what Christ is doing. You intercede, and he holds you. He holds the children of God so valuable. We are the most important of all things that he created. We're important in his heart. He loves the children. We are God's inheritance. We want to pray with you. We want to teach you intercessory prayer. John and I are excited on fire for teaching intercessory prayer. I'm Valerie Sneed, and this is Joan Roden with me today. And we're here from Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. 